Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The home for nerds, geeks, and freaks. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy surprises, Batman. It's really exciting. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. High atop one of the hills which ring the teeming metropolis of Gotham City, a large house rears its bulk against the dark sky. Outwardly, there's nothing to distinguish this house from many others. But deep in the cavernous basements of this house, in a chamber hewn from the living rock of the mountain, is the strange, dimly lighted, mysteriously secret Bat's Cave. Hidden headquarters of America's number one crime fighter. Jimmy, I got one name. Jimmy. Clad in the somber costume which has struck terror to the heart of many a swaggering denizen of the underworld. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you'll know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. It is so hard not to sing along with that one. You just can't sing as well as Katie Roberts does right there. Thank you to Outdated Slang for giving the Riley and Kimmy Show their brand new jingle. Hi there, I am your host, Patrick Riley. Welcome to episode 566. Right next to me is Kimmy. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And today is a Wednesday, the day we've uploaded this show. And what is Wednesday to the world of comic books? New comic books. That's right. Head to your local comic book shop and support them and check out the new products there. Not just comic books, but, you know, new t-shirts and things like that. And if you need a comic book shop to go to, you, you do have one what's wrong with you go right to our website rileyandkimmy.com we have the comic book shop locator right there and you'll be able to find one within 1.5 miles all the way out to 50 miles per zip code really really cool thing and by the way if you are in our area where the riley and kimmy show is uh, recorded in central florida we have a couple places for you to check out one is in orlando florida that's gods and monsters be sure to swing on by Gods and Monsters out in the, let's see, what is what, the Artagon Marketplace. Artagon Mall. Marketplace. Marketplace. Yes, Sorry. Artagon Marketplace is the correct term, Kimmy. Sorry. Yes, right. Stop mm. on by, say hi to Todd and Anna and Justin. Tell them, and, and, and the rest of the crew and staff, be sure to tell them the Riley and Kimmy Show sent you there. And swing on by, if, you, if, if you're in another location, maybe a little further north, stop on by Sanford, stop on by Comic Central, say hi to Tyson, tell him the Riley and Kimmy Show sent you. He has all the new stuff we're talking about. Or if he doesn't, for some reason, uh, he can get a hold of it. Really nice guy. He will be more than happy to help you. And then over on the Atlantic side, the Atlantic Coast area, right by Daytona Beach, in Ormond Beach is Taylor. Say hi to Taylor from the Riley and Kimmy show and he can help you out with anything we mention or anything that you find on the links we have provided on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. We have a complete list of everything that's brand new in the comic book shop. 
I mean, just, you know, just peruse it, take a look at it. And by the way, today is a day to pick up previews catalog. And that is a giant thing, what, 500 and some pages, Kimmy, of just basically previews of everything that's coming out in the comic book shops, exclusive to comic book shops, in the next couple of months, all the way to a year or so out. That includes sculptures, busts, uh, action figures. Sometimes vinyls are listed in their pop vinyls. Uh, you know, things like that. T-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. Headgear. Even Halloween stuff, Christmas things, all that stuff. It's it's in the in this magazine, and it's really cool to check out. I pick one up all the time, and I it takes me forever to go through it because I just like checking out all the things that are coming out, right? Mm-hmm. So be sure to uh, grab that, and we have more information about that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, being a comic book day, Kimmy, one of the things that I am always asked by some of our fans of, of old-time radio, the golden age of radio. Example, Mike Kales, a very good friend of ours, in Florida who loves old-time radio and loves when we feature something, especially uh, comic book-oriented. Not he, but some others have mentioned to me, what about Batman? What about Batman? You never play Batman. There's no Batman. Well, actually, Batman never had a standalone old-time radio show. He did appear with Superman in The Adventures of Superman, but it was actually a plot device was a reason because the actor who played Superman, Bud Collier, also Clark Kent, was doing these shows, and he said, hey, and they didn't record these, so he couldn't put them in a bank in a head. He said, you know, I want some time off. I want a vacation because I've been doing this for a long period of time. So they had to find creative ways to make that happen, and what they did was they brought in Batman, and that's <laughs> that's how Batman actually became part of the adventures of Superman and did those for a number of episodes. We will play some of those in the very near future, especially as we get closer to the man of, you know, Batman and versus Superman kind of thing, but his own standalone show, not really, but yes, he did and he didn't. What he did was, or what they did actually, is they did a demo, a unaired radio episode, an old time radio episode. And I'll be quite honest with you, I don't know what on earth they were thinking when they recorded this thing. Because, first of all, you have back in the 1930s, you have The Shadow, which was a very mystery, crime, pulp fighting kind of radio show, gritty, you know, and, and edgy and stuff. And then, and even some say, well, have influenced Batman because he was pre-Batman, uh, influenced Bob Kane. And then the Green Hornet, another crime fighter, gritty, um, with mystery and stuff tied to it, had already been well established, okay? The Batman goes to radio in 1950. They attempt to do this. Now, television is already starting to cook. It's not right, you know, smoldering hot yet, but it's getting there. And I don't know what they were thinking with this, this show. Now, the Batman... And Robin did make an audition, and we do have that. It's from 1950. Now, it's titled The Batman Mystery Club. Now, this audition opens with Dick Grayson, or actually, they refer to him as Robin, calling to order the meeting of the club. It's a club of kids. And yet, at the same time, he introduces Bruce Wayne as Batman. It is bizarre. Hmm. And they have this mystery adventure that really has nothing to do with Batman, but it is Batman. Alfred's mentioned in it and is part of it, sort of, in a way. It's it's an oddity, so it's worth listening to from a historic aspect. That's why we're playing it right here on, on Comic Book Day, a Wednesday, on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, after this episode, it's a very short episode because it is an audition, we have something special, a treat for everybody. So stick around with us for that. So right now, let's go back in time to 1950. This is the Batman Mystery Club on the Riley and Kimmy Show. By virtue of the authority vested in me, I do hereby call to order the 103rd meeting of the Batman Mystery Club. 
my privilege to introduce our friend Bruce Wayne, otherwise known as the Batman. Thank you, Robin. Good evening, everybody. You've just heard Robin open the 103rd meeting of our mystery club. As you know, we gather together at this time each night to explore the supernatural and to tear aside the veil of darkness to prove that ghosts and apparitions are only figments of man's imagination, to show that wherever there is mystery, it's been created by human hands. And so, with that thought in mind, I bid you all welcome to the Mystery Club. Since we have important matters to consider tonight, I move that we dispense with the reading of the minutes of the last meeting. I second the motion, Batman. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion is carried. Are there any questions from the floor? Uh, yes, Richard. Uh, I'm a little puzzled about something, Batman. All right, let's see whether we can unpuzzle you. What is it, Richard? Well, in our last mystery, you know, the one we finished Friday night, uh, you told how the little man with the limp, I think his name was Mr. Willis. Mm-hmm. Well, he swore that he saw the ghost of his brother when he visited that medium, uh, Madame Safari. He wasn't crazy, was he? Oh, Mr. Willis was quite sane. As a matter of fact, he was convinced he had seen his brother's ghost. Well, did he? Of course not. Madame Zafara, like most fakers, was very clever. Before setting up the seance for Mr. Willis, she managed somehow to secure a photograph of his dead brother. She had a plaster cast made, and using soft green lights, it almost looked like the real thing. He went. He went. Yeah, but what about the ectoplasm Mr. Willis saw? Wasn't that real? Ectoplasm doesn't exist, Richard. It's a word used by so-called psychic mediums as part of their phony mumbo-jumbo. It's supposed to be a ghostly emanation. In Mr. Willis's case, what he saw floating around the half-darkened room was a thin piece of white gauze suspended from a string. In his excited state, it looked like a ghostly emanation. Oh, well, I think that clears it up. Uh, Thanks. You're quite welcome, Richard. Now, if there are no further questions, we'll proceed to our story. Uh, It's a new one tonight, isn't it, Batman? Yes, Marilyn, a brand new one. A ghost story? Well, I suppose you'd call it that, Roger. It's about the monster of Dumfries Hall. Now, turn the light slow, Robin. That's better. Now, the story begins three years ago when Robin and I were in England. We'd been invited to dinner at Dumfries Hall, an old English country manor, the home of my friend Sir Alfred Dumfries. It was a wild and lonely night with a storm brewing. And the fact that Dumfries Hall was located in the center of a barren moor didn't help matters any. There were five of us at the dinner table. Sir Alfred, charming Lady Marsden, gruff old Sir Sidney Mordred, Robin, and myself. We had just finished dessert and were engaged in conversation. More coffee, Mr. Wayne. Thank you, no, Lady Marsden. Well, you may pour me another cup, by Joe. Of course, Sir Martin. Oh, beastly weather. A beastly hole to be having it in, I must say. Had I known the weather was going to be as rotten as this, I'd have stayed in London, I declare. <laughs> How are you standing it, Wayne? Oh, it isn't whether I mind, Sir Mordred. It's the fact that it seems to make this old baronial mansion so chill and damp. A wood-burning fireplace is decorative, but I'd prefer steam radiators myself. <clears throat> uh, you were about to say something, Sir Alfred? I uh, was about to say uh, that Sir Mordred, since he has far more money than I, can have those improvements put in after he buys Dumfries Hall. Buy Dumfries Hall? Oh, I said you'd still expect me to buy this ruddy place, Alfred. You said you would if I proved it wasn't haunted. Haunted? 
Gosh, is, is Dumfries Hall haunted, Sir Alfred? <laughs> of course not, Robin. It's just that a silly legend has grown up about the place. A legend concerning a monster. Now, look here, Alf. Let's face facts. What? I need a country estate, and I'm willing to buy this place if you can assure me the death chamber is not haunted. And by Joe, you know there's only one way to prove that. That's exactly how I plan to prove it. Sir Alfred, you don't really need I it. most certainly do, Lady Marsden. Oh, but you can't. Anyone who spent even five minutes in that room after midnight... Uh, listen to me, all of you. There's not one of you at this table who is not aware of the fact that I'm a poor man. Yes, a poor man. Oh, I have lands, estates, but they cost me money. They don't make me money. I've got to sell this place, and Sir Mordred says he'll buy it if I can prove Dumfries Hall is not haunted. Well, I intend to prove it tonight. Oh, nothing to alarm yourself about, Lady Marston. There are wild dogs on the moor. Sometimes they bay and howl. Yes, yes, of course. Silly of me to be so nervous. Well, uh, as I was saying, I shall enter the death chamber at midnight and remain there until morning. I shall prove that the legend has no foundation in fact. If you don't mind telling me, Sir Alfred, what exactly is the legend of this death chamber? I have only the vaguest idea. Of course I'll tell you, Bruce. There's a room in this house which has not been unlocked for over a century. No one has entered it in all that time. Why? Because the last three people who slept in it died. Died under rather mysterious circumstances. They were found stiffened by death into, uh, shall we say, unpleasant shape. And you propose to enter that room tonight? Alone? I do. If these people died, as you say they I, I don't say they did. The legend says it. Oh, I don't deny people have died in that room, but I'm convinced they died natural death. The rest is distorted. An old wives' tale that has become more distorted with each telling. But, Sir Alfred, what of, uh, the monster? Oh, more of the same legend, Bruce. It said that several of the people who died screamed out something about a monster. What exactly, no one ever knew. It is also said that a strange being has been seen prowling the corridors of Dumfries Hall. <laughs> well, I don't believe a word of it. I shall prove tonight that the hall is not haunted. By Joe, Elf, you prove it, and I'll buy Dumfries at your own figure. I'll prove it. At midnight, I'll enter the so-called death chamber. We'll unlock the door together, I'll go in, and the rest of you can wait outside. And <laughs> you may be sure I'll come out alive. Midnight, Sir Alfred. Yes, I... I wish you'd stop standing there and staring at me some more as though you were seeing me for the last time. Uh, Nothing's going to happen, I assure you. I'm merely going to explode a silly and stupid legend. Oh, look here, Alf. I, I, I'll buy the blooming place now. You, you needn't prove it's not haunted. I'll either keep the death chamber locked or call in a firm of London chappies and have the ghosts exterminated. Oh, it's slightly extorting of you, Sir Mordred, but I can't let you do it. Oh. Now, look here, everything is ready, so don't try to stop me. Here's the death chamber before us. Here in my hand is the ancient key to it. <laughs> George, they, they made them large enough in those days, didn't they? Yes, and the wild dogs are supplying just the right ghostly atmosphere. Oh, gosh, Sir Alfred, I, I am scared. 
I hate to see you going into that room alone like but that. But don't fret your young head about me, Robin. Well, it's quite right, Robin. Yeah, but... just trying to prove what we've been proving for a long time. That ghosts do not exist except in the imagination. Yes, of course. It's perfectly silly, that whole matter. Oh, stop looking so glum, Mordred. This is a lark. I, I tell you what we'll do. I keep talking to you from inside the room. So long as you hear my voice, you'll know there's nothing wrong. And <laughs> let's open the ruddy room. I'll just insert the key. So. Turn it. So. <laughs> Turns easily, easily enough, eh? Now then I'll just open the door. Now, if you'll just hand me that lighted candle. I'll go in. Well, Fred, by Joe, are you sure? Oh, come now, not another word, Mordred. Uh, Kendall, thanks. Well, here I go. Wish me luck. Yes, Good luck, old boy. I don't know why, but I have a feeling I could use a stimulant. Nonsense, Sir Mordred. But anyway, we must all of us stay here now. Yes, and keep talking to Sir Alfred. Sir Alfred, everything all right? Top hole, Bruce. Rather a musty old place, to say the least. Hardly enough air in here to keep the candle burning. But quite safe. Don't worry. Gee, sir, is, is he going to stay in there all night? Oh, no, lady. If he remains in there half an hour, it'll be enough. According to the legend, death always occurred between midnight and the half hour following. Um, I say, Elf, quite comfortable, are you? Oh, yes. Yes, quite. I'm enjoying it, as a matter of fact. Bring on your monsters. It really sounds as if he is enjoying it. <laughs> Why shouldn't he? As he said, it's nothing but a lock. Oh, that dog again. Every time it howls, my blood runs cold. Oh, by Joe, Elf, after I've bought this place, the first thing I'm going to do is clear the more of those blasted dogs. <laughs> you care to take on the job yourself? You're a good shot. Elf. I say, Elf. Oh, would you care to take on the job yourself? Oh, he doesn't answer. No. No, it can't be. Just a moment. Sir Alfred, this is Bruce Wayne. Sir Alfred. Not a sound. Don't move anyone. I'm going in there. No, Mr. Wayne, you mustn't. Don't move, I said. Sir Alfred. Sir Alfred. Mr. Wayne, what is it? What's happened? Stay where you are. Mr. Wayne, tell me what's happened. I can't tell you. Please let me go to him. I must go oh, to him. Oh, you mustn't go to him. No one can enter that room. All right, Robin. Turn up the lights. Oh, oh, oh. oh. What happened in the dust chamber, Batman? I'm afraid we haven't time to go into that tonight, Jerry. Oh, but what about poor Sir Alfred? Had he been killed by a monster or a Listen, how many times does Batman have to tell you there are no ghosts? Now, 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 don't lose your temper, Robin. After all, Marilyn is a new member of the club. Be patient with her. All I can tell you, Marilyn, is this. No one else could have entered that room that night but Sir Alfred. There was only one door, and there were no windows. And yet, it certainly looked as if someone or something had slipped in. But who? Well, perhaps we'll find out at tomorrow's meeting the Mystery Club. And now, since time is short, I'll accept a motion to adjourn. Well, I move that we adjourn. Second the motion. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion is carried. Close the meeting, Robin. 
by virtue of the authority vested in me, I do hereby adjourn the 103rd meeting of the Batman Mystery Club. The 104th meeting will take place tomorrow night at the same time over the same station. Still have no idea why they went the route they did, and it's kind of no wonder that it didn't actually become its own entity there, you know. And, and I don't get it because Batman was big in the comic books, okay? And I just, I just don't understand that. But anyhow, that was the Batman Mystery Club from 1950 here on the Riley and Kimmy Show, our memory of old-time radio mm. as we went back in time a little bit. Right now, we're going forward in time and what we're going to do here right now is play something from outdated slang now they have a brand new cd that is out right now as we speak you can pick this up if you're in central florida at carousels collectibles in downtown deland this brand new cd is available and we're going to play one of the songs from the cd now this song is called 14 hours and the members of the band by the way of outdated slang katie roberts on vocals that you'll hear right here in just a few seconds she also does guitar, and Terry Moore on drums and keyboards, and Ray Nash on bass. Here's 14 Hours, the song by Outdated Slang on The Riley and Kimmy Show.
outdated slang with the song 14 Hours here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Members Katie Roberts on vocals and guitar, also Terry Moore on drums and keyboards, and Ray Nash on bass. Be sure to pick up their new CD if you are in the Central Florida area. That's at Carousel's Collectibles in downtown Deland, available during regular business hours. Coming up on episode 567, the next one we will be talking with member Terry Moore about outdated slang, about maybe their future, where they're going to be performing at, and maybe some other places that their CD will be available. Check us out. That's on episode 567, and be sure to check out more about outdated slang. By the way, we have a link to their Facebook page right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.